You remember that scene in A Christmas Story? Kid sticks his tongue on the pole. <laughs> Are you kidding? Stick my tongue to that stupid pole? That's dumb. Oh, yeah? Yeah! Like double dog dare you! I triple dog dare you! Oh, the triple dog dare is even worse. Uh, it seems some of you have a similar story as a kid. From my C Jammy Morning Show Facebook page, Chattel Shillingford said, I did this once. I had to be about six. And I pulled my tongue and skin right off, and uh, immediately uh, supper was served. There was extremely salty food, and it felt even worse. I learned my lesson. It's funny now, but it it wasn't then. And across the hall is Z99, morning show host is Cassidy. And I had to get your story in here too, Cassidy. What Something similar as a kid. Yeah, I still have a, a good chunk of scar tissue in my bottom lip right in the center. Uh, it used to be my entire bottom lip was scar tissue. But as I've gotten older, it's it's calmed down a bit. But back in the day, similar story to yours. Didn't do it on purpose and ruined a piece of clothing, but lived way up north in Smithers, B.C., like even further north than Prince George. So really cold. We're outdoor for lunchtime, playing on the monkey bars. I'm on top of the monkey bars. The bell goes, get off the monkey bars. You go through, right? Yeah. And as I'm coming through the monkey bars to drop myself down, my bottom lip attaches to the frozen monkey bar, but then I drop, I let go. So oh. my lip stayed on the bar, my body dropped, everyone around me is screaming as they look at me. I'm like, what, what? I feel something coming from my face. I had red gloves on the, at the time, yeah. so I didn't realize all the blood. But then as I looked further down, my brand new white coat stained in blood and everyone's running away from me. But yeah, my bottom lip stayed attached to the frozen <laughs> monkey bar. And I lost it completely. That is gross. It is disgusting. Yeah. That must have hurt so much. Well, the adrenaline, I think, initially, you probably didn't cry out in pain. I had no idea what was going on. And I think I ripped out every single nerve in my face at that point, too. Has it affected your taste buds as you bring food or drink to your lips? Does it still bother you to this day? Gosh, no. I'll never let anything bother (laughs) me when it comes to food and drink. Uh, But I think when I was younger, yeah, it was a while before I could actually Anything. Dog dare. No, situation. no, it, it was, was a, just your stupidity. It was an accident. <laughs> Cassidy, thank you for sharing. Do you have a story like this? One eight seven seven three hundred seven two seven five. Any any second, she'll be coming through the door here. Mayor Sandra Masters, as always, on Thursdays, my in-studio guest. Just running a touch behind. I hope she gets here within the next moment. Uh, fire investigators say that explosion of Luigi's past a house last week was accidental. Apparently, a steel pipe fell from the roof deck and smashed into a natural gas line. Man, it, it was an awful situation. I feel bad for uh, the family-owned operated business there, too, but... Uh, that's the update from the uh, fire investigators. Here she is, Mayor Sandra Masters. Good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm great. How are I you? know you're hustling and bustling. It's a little uh, harder to get around with this uh, cold <laughs> snap back here. How has the cold weather affected uh, infrastructure? You had a, a pipe burst at City Hall, which was kind of funny because, admittedly, I looked at the Facebook page. You guys were reminding everyone about pipes bursting, <laughs> showed this graphic picture of frozen pipes, and you guys didn't even bother to heed your own advice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Irony. Um, <laughs> our name is the city. Uh, yeah. So it actually the so the one of the boilers then ended up not working for a couple of days because it was pretty yeah. cold in City Hall. Oh, I bet it was. Any other infrastructure uh, problems from you know, that cold snap? Or? It's the normal 
um, in terms of the pipes bursting. That got real cold real fast. And then there's tons of businesses that actually were affected as well. Okay. Well, look, hey, we've got lots to cover here uh, this morning. Uh, I know we've got a new CEO running the real district, Roberta Engel, right? Right. Yeah, and, so she was the CFO. Yes. And, and Tim is out. And uh, really, uh, for transparency purposes, shouldn't we know what his severance was? Because it seems like a lot of people are wondering what, what that was. Yeah, and, you know, I'm actually not familiar with his renewed contract in terms of what that was. That will come out. Clearly, the uh, uh, the city employees who are the board of directors made a decision, and so I think council will look forward to that update, and that will become public. What about uh, there was another media that did access to info and said it was 169K. Would that be accurate at all? You know, it's probably close. You get a month for, without cause dismissal, you get a month for every year of service. And I think it would have been six years in March. And so there's probably five months there and then whatever was built into the contract. It's labor law, so whatever the law says. Okay, so what does the focus of real district, do you think, have to be now? Like entertainment or infrastructure repairs? What do you think the focus has got to be? Well, I think when the city put the, the it's called contributed surplus. When the city put the books when the city put the uh, the assets on the books of real, I think it'll be apparent to everyone that it's never going to operate to the tune of, you know, uh, repairing the $48 million in terms of uh, deferred infrastructure. So that's a conversation for council. But we've got a briar coming up. We've got a Canada-U.S. women's hockey game coming up. You know, you got QCX, the farm show. So you've got all of these events that uh, we depend on and, and then the bookings that happen normally at real. So... You know, you got some folks that have been booking talent there for a while, and uh, that that's the hope anyways. So that- the void of, you know, like a, there's, you know, I think a motocross show or something like that, but there's there's a lack of concerts, which people seem to think uh, is, you know, is great to go. Are we going to have to back off on some of that uh, in the future here? That, that would not be my understanding. I think yeah. it's intended to be, you want concerts because they bring folks together and they make right. money when we sell beverages. Yeah, don't let people go to Saskatoon. Keep them here, right? Okay. Well, uh-huh. they go to Saskatoon in part because it's got 13,000 seats and it's yeah, from a touring perspective. Yeah. Oh, I know. Oh, so now, do you want to talk about a new arena? Or? <laughs> Well, I think it's a catalyst report. It was pretty clear. We got some, we got some, built, we got some things we need to replace. Speaking of arena, by the way, a few weeks ago we were having a little holiday fun, you and I, and I learned that you were once an organist <laughs> for the Weyburn Red Wings hockey games. Is that right? Yeah. You're really embarrassed about this. 1984. What? 1984. Do you still play the organ? Someone texted me immediately after. Does she play the organ still? Because <laughs> this woman wanted years. to give you uh, <laughs> lessons. She she plays the organ. Oh. Oh. So, so I, I probably should be. I should go back to it. You must have a good ear for music if you once played the organ. Yeah, yeah, let, I can. Let, yeah. let me try you out And here. the flute and band. Let me yeah. try you out here. Let's see how good that ear is here. What song is this on the organ? Oh, come on, Mayor. You probably played this one once. Oh, I'm never, I'm never taking you to trivia. Night. I'm actually, if it was classic rock, we could talk. Oh, okay, all right. Well, then let's try this one here, Smarty Pants. You're up in three, two, one, and you're no good. I'm never going to bar. That was, uh, of course, Bohemian Rhapsody. Lousy. Maybe, maybe, maybe you weren't. How about that the organ intro to nine, you know, to jump by Van Halen? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Mara. <laughs> to the rescue, we're out of time. We won't play this wow, game anymore. Wow! Thank goodness. <laughs>
Tough day for a lot of businesses. Uh, today is the deadline to repay the money they got from the government during the pandemic. Our province has said about 29,000 businesses took uh, a CBA loan, and about 45% of them say they still haven't been able to repay it back. It's uh, now more important than ever before to do what you can to shop local and uh, support as best as we can. Locally, some shops were just busier than others thanks to the cold snap. One would be Aero Plummet and Heating, where my buddy Curtis Beingessner is uh, standing by. Curtis, how busy have you been uh, during this uh, cold snap that started last weekend? Oh, yeah, we were pretty steady, you betcha. Uh, the weekend was a real gong show. What were the major problems people seem to be calling you for? Well, mostly no heat. Uh, we had some, some broken pipes, nothing too serious, but mainly no heat stuff. Now that you've gotten through that, how can we correct that from happening in our households? Well, I guess the biggest thing is that, every, like I said, you know, I, I beat this to death every time we talk, is that uh, we need to service these furnaces. And I mean, it's not always going to be the solution to not having any issues, but it's definitely going to be a step forward into finding out if there's a problem going on. Service means with some electronics in a furnace now, you need a professional coming in though, don't you? Yeah, I mean, we would send somebody in to, to go right through the furnace, right? So check your motors and your sensors, uh, pressure switches, venting, make sure your venting is clear. That's a, a best where it gets cold like this. The venting frosts up so easy, and if we get a little bit of snow mixed in with it, it causes havoc. 80, 90% of the time, we can stop it before it happens, right? Curtis, you're talking about uh, direct vent furnaces. Uh, we're talking about those white pipes on the side of the home where those icicles form. It's important to knock those off gently without breaking the pipe because why? They, they do block off after a while. So for instance, uh, the, uh, in a two-pipe situation, one is an intake, one is an exhaust. On the intake side of things, which is most likely going to shut your furnace down, it will suck snow and pour frost into that pipe and eventually choke it off so it can't breathe. On the other side, exhaust side, you know what happens is you will, if it's not graded properly, you will get a little bit of an icicle going to the outside. That's condensation flowing to the out. And sometimes it'll build up to the bottom of that pipe. Very seldom it'll actually close that pipe off. It can cause some havoc, so it's, it's a good thing just to kick it over or whatever. Curtis Beingastner from Aero Plumbing and Heating. Let's talk about pipes bursting. That's not something that you can control, or is it? Uh, yes and no. Um, uh, it just depends. Like, sometimes we get, you know, piping that runs close to the foundation or into a void between the floor and the top of the foundation. In a lot of cases, it's it's well insulated in there, but in some cases, it's not. And then, you know, if you get a northwest wind or you're facing northwest, that wind will find its way through that exterior of your home and then eventually ice those pipes up in that cavity, right? So, and then the other side of the coin is, of course, you know, if you lose heat, you're going to get frozen pipes in your house within 24 hours. How long was it taking you to get to service calls? Tow truck operators were not even giving times anymore. They were so busy. They just said, we'll put you on the list. Were you to that point? Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. We had uh, one guy going here pretty well. Full blast. He did 35 calls on the weekend. Yeah, it was pretty steady. And have you caught up? Uh, we're starting to catch up now. Uh, we still have some no heats coming in, though, so hopefully we can start <laughs> putting some installs in now. Curtis Beingessner from Aero Plumbing and Heating, and uh, I know we mention it every time, too. Furnace filter, uh, that's a biggie. Oh, absolutely. Make sure that furnace filter is clean, and it's just going to save you a world of hurt down, down the road. This is weird. I'm going to add this because I have uh, one of my oldest daughters back at home mm-hmm. for a short time, and she brought with oh. her a cat. I had no idea that cat hair <laughs> floating about 
would add to my air filter. I faithfully change every couple of months or less, depending on the need. But I couldn't believe the amount of cat hair going through the air, too. Oh, for sure. We always, you know, with two people in the house and no pets and no kids, you could probably get away with up to three months on a filter. But once you start adding kids and pets to the equation, I would probably bet you're going to be changing that filter once a month for sure. Yeah, I learned that. Quickly, for sure. For sure. Hey, what about the old school furnace system that goes straight up the stack, up top of the roof? Anything you uh, do differently there? Unfortunately, some of those those stacks do get quite a bit of ice on them. But, you know, I've never actually seen one close because you always have a constant flow of warm air going through it. The biggest thing is we don't want to go up on the roof this time of the year. So there's not a lot you can do with that one. It is what it is, I guess. We've never actually had one close to cause any issues. Well, I appreciate the update. I'm glad you're catching up. It is starting to turn around for us here. This weekend looks promising. However, uh, inevitably, I'm sure we're going to be clobbered again. So it's nice to be prepared for the next time. Thanks for the tips. Not a problem, Greg. Have a good day. Totally. Abba there, Dancing Queen, getting a little carried away. I I don't know what it is. Growing up in my household, my mom always had Abba on. And I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Abba. I'm mad enough to admit it. This uh, is is interesting. My daughter yesterday, she was trying to get through uh, to get a tow truck through CAA. It was always ringing busy. I don't even, she, yeah, she didn't. She didn't get through. And then someone brought it to our attention that there's uh, a group on Facebook called 306 Recovery Group. If you join the group, someone will come give you a boost or at least help get your truck or car started for free. And all they ask is just pay it forward sometime if you can. That's pretty cool. Nice to see uh, people wanting to help one another out. I know tow truck operators, we salute them (laughs) this last week. They're probably just barely catching up now, and uh, we got an extreme cold warning again here today. But uh, as I mentioned, it is short-lived. Uh, El Nino is likely to be back in play next week, expecting a dramatic reversal. A lot of uh, the weather experts are forecasting that above normal temperatures are set to return, and a good chunk of February we're going to experience that as well. And if you look at the long-range forecast on Environment Canada right now, it shows a minus three, so that's uh, pretty encouraging. Um, if you haven't already discovered, our friends at the Codexus Art Center have put out the dates for Shake the Lake 2024. They just announced it. The dates are August 30th and 31st. Now, of course, you want to know who's going to be performing. I do not know yet. They do not know, or pardon me, they know. They just haven't told us officially. That announcement is coming soon, as will be the day the tickets go on sale. So uh, just mark it in your calendar now. If you just got to work, put it in your day timer. Shake the lake weekend. You want it off. It's August 30th and 31st. Good news also coming this summer from YQR, which, by the way, looking at the uh, rivals' departures this morning, that is impressive compared to where it was, too. Uh, There's only a a couple delays, one cancellation. I think that's all I see here. Uh, They've got Lynx Air coming this summer with direct flights to Vancouver and Toronto starting in June. Departures on Tuesdays, Thursdays, Sundays. Flights start at like $79 one way. And uh, don't you dare ask for a glass of water on board, though. I'm sure it'll probably cost you. It's 826.